everyone. Welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we figure out what we think about everything. My name's Michael Forrest. And I'm Ivanka Magic. And this week we're talking about politics at work. Just talking about politics at work in the light, in the sort of, in the, in the wake of the sort of base camp scandal. <laughs> it's been a very politics at work kind of a week, I think. Um, so yes, why not, eh? Yeah, so um, David Hennemeyer Hansen and Jason Freed said, well, we've decided we're not going to talk about politics at work anymore. And we thought, it's a bit of a white privilege there, isn't it? <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did, we did. A little bit. Um, Various kinds of privilege, but yes. Yes, and there's been some stuff, yeah, there's been stuff, some stuff on Twitter. Um but yeah, we'll and we'll sort of. I was going to bring in some other stuff that I've looked at, um, and just uh, generally, you know, our experiences of being at work and whether or not it's uh, an inclusive environment, and what, what, how important that is, and what can be done, and and does it, you know all that kind of thing. So um, there's an intro. Um, let's just uh, sort of swell up into the music, shall we? Better than you. <laughs> I think I handled that yeah. pretty smoothly, you did, given you did. the state of me. Yeah, Michael's had his had his vaccine. Hey, that's my news. <laughs> I've had I got vaccinated yesterday, um, and it got to sort of uh, it was at eleven, and I was like, I was sort of like nervous sitting waiting, um, and then it just you know it's just a prick. You just don't even. I was like, oh yeah, because spies go around like injecting people without them noticing all the time don't they like all the time so uh it was just in and out i was like okay that's done and um then i was sort of like i cycled home from marble arch which is like a 15 minute bike ride i was like does my arm feel weird does something feel weird and i kept having these like little is, is this weird does my hand feel weird but then it was like well it's my other arm and then i'm always aching a bit because of my very energetic workout regime um <laughs> But yeah, it was sort of got through. The day went on. I was like, oh, I think I've uh, dodged it. And then it got to like eight o'clock, and suddenly I was a shivering, chattering mess. <laughs> Sharon's like, Do you want a blanket? I'm like, Yes. yes. <laughs> do you want a hot water bottle? <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'll go and do it. I can't do it. And then, like, we're like in bed, and she's like, I was like, my feet are so cold, and I put, I had the sort of hot water bottle by my feet, and I was like, my feet are so cold. She was like, you could try wearing socks. I was like, yeah, socks that probably work really well. I thought, like, get right on that. She was like, do you want me to get some socks for you? Socks. I was like, yes. So she put some socks on me. Oh. And so basically, like, yeah, I had a bit of a, um, had a bit of a night. Um, so woke up at three a.m. kind of with a headache not sort of feverish anymore which was nice but then just a bit of a headache had some paracetamol this morning woke up feeling like actually physically okay but freaking exhausted so i'm pretty like low energy today unfortunately so if this podcast episode is if i'm not bringing that my a game that's why but yeah but it's cool i've got my little sticker i've got i'm vaccinated well it's it's the um I, and i feel very proud of myself for taking that bullet and having the astrazeneca 
you know, well making done. those well sacrifices done. so that other people can have the nice vaccines. I'll have the horrible <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, it was all a good. well-oiled machine, you know, that NHS, Very good. Uh, the, the centre. But yeah, sorry, well that's, done. that's my, uh, well that's done. my uh, vaccine news. But back to you, how are you doing? Yeah. I'm jealous that you've had a vaccine. I phoned, I phoned up on Monday and said, uh, any news on the vaccines? <laughs> any, any? The nurse of the IGP surgery. Um, Hello, it's me, you know. And she went, uh, no, we're still vaccinating people that were born in the 1950s. And I, for the record, was born in the 70s. Yeah, so too. they're a bit of a way off. And she said, they sent, they said, they keep telling us we're going to get loads of vaccines. And this, this week, she said, they've sent me one bottle of Pfizer, which is seven doses. So I know it's an island and there's not that many people, but there are more than seven. Uh, and what's slightly frustrating about it is that they've put out this tourism strategy recently. I saw on the news here about uh covid safe islands mm. so you know come on holiday to croatia there's no covid on the islands um that would be strategy would be supported i think with a vaccine strategy mm. which seems to be not forthcoming so i'm jealous of your vaccination status unlike you i've had 75 cups of coffee already this morning i've been <laughs> I mean, up for a while i've been productive <laughs> been doing everything i've had no no covid exposure my immune system is only processing whatever normal stuff normal germs and none no new ones Splendid. to my knowledge um and uh but i will tell you about my week mm. my week has been i'm more, the other reason i'm feeling quite good is that i had a little uh uh you know, I've sorted out some things at work. That's good. And also I had all these things mooching around in my head. And then I wrote a little blog, a tiny little blog post, three minute read, made me feel much better. Put it on the Twitters. Some people engaged. It was nice. And then well, it's not necessarily a nice podcast, a uh, nice uh, uh, blog post because it's called Everything is Not Okay. But, <laughs> to set the scene, but, you know, felt made me feel better. And that's the news. That's, that's the, the news, news from Ivanka. That's the news of Ivanka. Do, 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 do. Do, that's, okay, I guess we can have a did. I guess we've done my news. Let's press this. peanut song and me riding a bike um right so politics at work um what a bummer when people start talking politics at work eh where are you sorry i know <laughs> it's a controversial subject very controversial people talking about the things that affect their lives at work it's just wrong yeah how dare they how dare they how Make dare us feel they comfortable uncomfortable yeah, because it's just not not acceptable. Perspective. The best way to have a nice, like, relaxed atmosphere at work is to have everybody be basically the same. <laughs> and you don't have to worry about any of that nonsense. Yeah, none of those feelings, they don't come into it. Diversity. None of those sort come of on. discomfort. <laughs> no, we don't need any of that. 
Uh, so yeah, it's not. Uh, it wasn't. They didn't really cl- cover themselves in glory this week, did they? Yeah, the base camp. Don't. So like, just yeah, the, the the base camp people. Like I, I like so it's 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 interesting for me because I've been a sort of fan of David Henemeyer Hansen for decades <laughs> not maybe not decades but certainly since the mid 2000s he's the guy that made ruby on rails he's the guy that sort of set the state of a lot of the better technology and like a lot of stuff is built on that or similar technologies a lot of web stuff and um it's that he got me you know that's why i got a mac was after seeing like how it could be it didn't have to be horrible and um so you know i've, I've always had and i saw him talk at a conference and it was just you know it was nice um but you sort of um, you see stuff like this, and you think, "Oh no, I don't think we're cancelling him, but we're, we're um, certainly uh, saying, look, I, I think I think it was I think the best summary of it was like employees saying at this company. So basically, yeah, like the employees had this, yeah, there was this public announcement that said like we're not going to talk, we're going to ban politics discussions at work, and um, your first reaction is like. Uh, Okay, I guess, well, maybe it was getting really messy and lots of time was being wasted on stuff because people just disagree in it. But my first thing, he was like, oh, there's, you know, we don't want to waste time on these irreconcilable differences between people. And I thought, like, that's a bit of a defeatist attitude, isn't it? That, and that's... <laughs> it's, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, basically, there's a lot of wrong in the world. Uh, and, you know, it, it makes everyone upset to, 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 to think about it and talk about it. And there's, you know, it was almost like there's no right or wrongs or everyone's entitled to it and all that sort of razzmatazz. And, yeah, it just felt like uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and I, and I feel like I feel like the, um, the, um, the, the sort of divisive approach to politics is something that is very much being fueled from one end of it <laughs> like, i mean yes okay there's cancel and left uh, splintering and blah 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 but there's there's a fundamental sort of um um commitment to diversity and inclusion and thinking of as many perspectives as possible which is not comparable to we're we conservative conserv we want things to stay the same as they are and we'd rather not talk about stuff that makes us uncomfortable which is kind of how dhh's thing came across like it did yeah and you see sort of staff saying like there's this sort of unspoken thing there's this sort of running joke that basically the company exists for the enjoyment of these two founders which i can see because you know they've done a lot of stuff they 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 always writing about like the four hour work week or the 30 you know at least sort of like work should be fun programming should be fun blah, blah, blah. i think they're very much they sort of want to enjoy themselves at work but like uh privilege yeah right? yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's nice if you can do it but if if there's some people in your workplace that are uncomfortable with some behaviors then you can't just brush it under the under the uh, no. rug because it makes you uncomfortable. No, no, no. And I, and I think, I mean, I accept that it's difficult at the moment to, there are some really, most topics are really heavy at the moment. <laughs> like, but they always have been, I yeah. think. They're just, in a weird way, I think it, they're affecting more people. Things like the pandemic, things like they're like, you can't really, it's not, you know, it, it will affect you. You will see it. It is in your face. We've had the, you know, the um, 
George Floyd, the Derek Chauvin um, trial, which was, you know, that's groundbreaking, historical. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time in the news, there, there's still police killings in, in America. Like, they're not gone away. One person has been convicted. Brilliant. There's <coughs> barely scratched the surface, frankly, of the, the depth of brokenness. Did you um, see the one with um, man, police give man a lift home and then end up shooting him? No, so no, I didn't. Right home, and then somehow ended up shooting. I saw that headline. It's like, what are you doing, America? Well, there's been a, sh- you know, it's like there's just so- and and the the thing, I don't, I genuinely don't know how we can learn any of us if we don't talk. Yeah, and so either you got to have a podcast where you go, oh God, are we going to talk? <laughs> Okay, fine, we'll talk about politics. Um, because, like, who, you know, if you don't have to, you don't want to, really. You only talk about politics because you have to, right? Because it's the only way to protect yourself, to, to sort of, like, make people, like, develop some empathy for your position and realise that maybe you don't see things in the same way as them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And, yeah, if you, if you can't just stick your head, you see your fingers in your ears. Well, I I personally am a you know I am the kind of person that talks about politics just for fun because <laughs> yeah. I'm a um, or I'm quite happy. I don't mind the uncomfortableness. I think is the point. Like to me, that's like a fun, lively conversation. I find it though very difficult. Like if it's um, in law pe- people that like yeah you know you have to. You have to find ways of getting on with and you have to find out. And work colleagues, it is tricky with work colleagues yeah. because you do have to work with people. You yeah. you can't just like stop returning their phone calls <laughs> because you've got some massive values mismatch. And, you know, I, and I, and I, I have to confess that in my younger years, I have phased people out once I realised that our values are totally misaligned. Yeah. I've got, you know, at least two examples. But I don't really, in retrospect, older me is a bit annoyed with younger me for not being a bit more forthright and just going, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, because they've gone off, like I've left them with no idea about why I sort of gently stop talking to them <laughs> which i don't think is very grown up really well, or mean, useful how many people have the bravery to confront a conflict head on i i don't know if that's a grown up not grown up thing i think that's takes a certain amount of um i don't know is it maturity or is it just a special skill that not many people have because <laughs> maybe I'm, there's I'm, a yeah like i'll kind of tell people but then if they, they don't listen to me, I'm like, yeah, fine. but you did tell him. At least I told him, I suppose. I think, and I, and I, and I think that that's the like we can't, you can't mend things, you can't make things, but you can't highlight the facts. Let's take for example that writing a list of people's funny names, quote oh, unquote, yes. is wrong, unless you discuss said list and go. Now, do you remember when you were little and your mummy told you not to take, make fun of people? That's this, you know, at the very least. So, yeah, um, to sort of provide some context on, yeah, like that's, that's, so the next layer of this whole base camp thing was that, um, like some specifics about what had actually been going on that turned out like they used to have this list of funny names that they kept. 
and laughed at the funny names. And um, this sort of eventually sort of they started to feel a bit less cool with that as the company grew. But like this list was still being maintained by this team or someone in this team. And it was like in this sort of public, you know, company wide forum, whatever thing. Um, and then I think what the, the, it sounded like, um, like it sort of the discussion of it got quite heated. And um, when the when one guy was like this, you know, started comparing this sort of thing to really sort of authoritarian, like you know, sort of making some some big comparisons about you know. And then you know, David Hennemeyer Hansen sort of tries to like de-escalate it and then just that no one's having it basically so i think he, you know he was just like oh that's fine but let's just make it everybody's nice let's just keep going forward and let's just move past it but everyone's still like no we do not feel like this has been addressed we do not feel here heard and so the, the, he just sort of ended up taking this sort of like hard line stance but kind of dressing it up in some sort of bullshitty stuff as yeah. well and they're yeah. very public like you know he's written blog posts about all of this and sort of referenced this verge article you know with what came out and said okay well now that this stuff is public knowledge i'll talk about this and that but there's a very sort of a clear sort of desire to like stop de- talking about stop it. just sort of like go okay well okay we've been heard we've talked about it and now it's over whereas a lot of people feel like well no because we, we haven't addressed this properly yet no um, and it yeah and i and i i I think that just demonstrates that that he hasn't heard. Mm, well. <laughs> no, it's like it's like that he hasn't because if you don't understand that you've upset somebody or how much you've upset upset them or how wrong you think it is, it's like I've I've only really you know, you know the reason we record this podcast because it sets time aside in the week to actually think about something and I hadn't up until now I this is the first time I've real you know like thought about the fact that I'm called Ivanka Magic you know <laughs> it's like I've been in the pub before on a with a dartboard in a in a where you know you write on the blackboard your name because you want to pl- not darts um, you want to play pool next so you put your name on the list i've been in a pub where somebody's joined up and i deliberately always put a top and a bottom on the capital i on my name yeah. because i used to just do a line and then people would join it up with a v and so it would say wanker instead of ivanka and then we'd all laugh <laughs> it's very funny because it was in the pub um, I'm trying that but, but yeah, can it's easy. you I just it's it dead easy it's, it's a fun <laughs> it's one really- it's a fun one um and you know but and that's all kind of like you know from a a, but can you imagine in a sort of and even then i'd go yeah cheers mate and be sarky and have a little you know whatever but in a professional environment mocking imagine how mortified you would be to know that you're it's just it's not politically correct it's not and it's just rude it's just rude it's like if you i think a good rule of thumb is if this person if someone that you're having a joke about how would you feel if they knew knew (laughs) think about that reaction so you know this is kind of how i think like with the podcast like sometimes you know we've we've back when it was edited we might talk about someone and like we might like have a laugh at someone's expense maybe but then i've always sort of it's come to editing time and i've gone Okay, no, I don't want this to be out there. Probably they'll never hear it in a million years, but I don't think it's right that it's. No. I don't think it's right that it's out there. So, like, you really need to say, look, if if this person came through, like, um, you know, would you do that? Would you still say that if there was someone? Would you do a, 
I mean, there's that Father Ted thing. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, yeah, would you do this if they... You, you, you're doing this in secret, so you know you're doing something wrong, right? That's, that's, yeah. that's yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, if you're yeah. doing something that you don't want someone else to know, then you know you're in the wrong. So yeah, you know, maybe yeah. that's a sign. Um, but <laughs> yeah. speaking of funny names, I did have a, I did have a thought. This end, I'll do a break and then we'll come back. But speaking of funny names, um, um, I was... You know, I am... I am enjoying the Dominic Cummings, um, Boris Johnson stuff. It's like it's very cathartic to sort of sit and eat popcorn and watch them try and destroy each other. But um, I was just thinking, like, do you think, I mean, I don't know if he, I presume he went to public school. Dominic Cummings, what a surname. That's got to be part of why he wants to see the world burn. (laughs) I can't have given him an easy ride on that surname. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, there's some no. Cummings all over this. Dominic, what are you... Hey, Tommy, what have you been doing? <laughs> you could just see it. Like, how much of all this, how much of Brexit was fueled by uh, this... By school, schoolyard, schoolyard bullying. I think it explains a lot. Hello. I'm missing. I was like, right, Ivanka, get ready after this. I'm going to count you in and then you're going to come in with a perfectly formed sentence. And she went, no, I'm just going to panic. <laughs> um, no, the no. next the next place this leads us to is the, <laughs> the repercussions, which we have talked about. Yeah. What happens when you stop people talking about things? Yeah. What happens, like people talking to each other is, is a way to learn and pass information around, including things like equality of pay. Mm. If I, we've talked about this on the whole, you know, the, repeatedly about the fact that women are underpaid, a lot of that is is affected by the fact that we are discouraged from talking to each other about money. Yeah. We are discouraged from talking to our male colleagues. There's an example um, of a woman uh, managing to, uh, with the help of a union, take on Google who tried to stop people talking to each other. There are about money, about their, mm. their actual wages. There's uh, Am- uh, Amazon's a really good example at the moment of trying to stop people talking about their working conditions. And they've had a, they had a, a they've had this whole thing about um, uh, what do you call it, like a vote on whether or not to unionize. And they did vote against unionizing. Mm. But Amazon employed some quite dirty tactics to stop people even addressing the subject of whether or not to unionize. Mm. So there's a there's a, a an interesting um, New York Times podcast that that covers it in a bit more detail, which you know I thought was worth listening to. But it's like you can't. How are people to know that what's happening to them isn't right? unless they talk about it Mm. or how are they to know that what they're doing is wrong unless they talk about it or or you know like how you can't you can't and you cannot dictate to people i believe you cannot dictate to people what they're allowed to talk about and not that's it 
You, yeah, you can try, but it's not going to work. They're going to find a way to talk about they it. They will, and they'll just act like on the internet. And like, you know, there's, <laughs> there's quite a lot of ways to talk about things. And I guess the DHH, they were like, oh, well, there's lots of other channels to talk about it. We just don't want it on the works. It's like, come on. Um, but um, yeah, and it just, it's just, I mean, this, um, like not talking about it is just, that's only okay if, that's only only people that are happy with the status quo don't want you to yeah. talk about it in case it changes. So um, yeah. Amazon, you know, Google, they're, they're happy with, with how things are. So they want to sort of stop anything that changes that status quo because they're doing very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think this idea, like the, some of the comeback from, on Basecamp, like, I think they softened it a bit and said, oh, well, there, there'll be some places, like they, they, you should talk about politics in the talk about politics place. It's like, but that implies that politics sits in parallel to our lives. Yeah, exactly. Like it's and it's, it's like siloed no. subject. Yeah. No, it's like anything. It's everything. It's whether important. it's the fact that I haven't had a vaccine and you have. That's mm. politics. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> I demand. But you know, it's that or every single thing that's that that every, everything is politics, uh, which is a point we've made before. But trying to, and I think there's a lot of this. Um, you know, hist- historically, a way to control people. It was easier to control people. Like, you know, a, a coal mine in, I don't know, Derbyshire will have had no ideas of what the working conditions were in a coal mine in France. Yeah. They weren't able to compare notes. It would have been very difficult to get to that information. It would have been very difficult. Oh, right, what? So you get helmets? We don't get helmets. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know what the topic might be. But, you know, if you think... It would have been really hard to exchange that information. But these days, it is much less hard. And especially when it comes to tech companies. Oh, yes, come on. Definitely. It's like, you know how the internet works. <laughs> you may have heard of it. You make a living off of it. Um, let's not try and pretend that we can control like, what, I mean, what information gets out. Even just labelling something as political is a sort of... It is it's questionable, isn't it? It like, is. Okay, yes. Who decides yeah. whether this is a political conversation? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. you're not se- like it's it's a euphemism for things that make you unhappy. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not there isn't some clear definition of workplace politics. No. Like and no, that's, no, no, that's no. That's something that's come out in these discussions. It's like, well, how do you decide who's the judge of it? And yeah, yeah ultimately, it comes yeah. down to well. Making me feel a bit uncomfortable. So yeah, 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 yeah. and and you know, it's making me feel a bit uncomfortable. It's kind of really the only. It's good, good that it's making you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's do so. If it's not making you feel yeah. uncomfortable, probably not making any progress. Yeah, change doesn't happen without a bit of discomfort, and so no. there's just anything that might result in a change is political. Yeah. Then well, okay, so why does it need to change? Um, for this reason and that reason. And, and also, uh, it probably also means that you're not actually a baddie. <laughs> you know, like, if you, you recognise that it's wrong and that's why it's making you feel uncomfortable. So my daughter does this when we're sort of, like, we need to talk about that thing that you just did. Oh, should we not talk about it? Let's talk about Let's leave it for now. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Let's talk about something else. Hey, a little bit. She said the other day, she goes, um, you know, when people are really cross with me, I say something funny and then it's all better. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I was like, just drawn back the curtain. 
it's like uh, so yeah it's like distraction and diversion is a t- tactic sounds but like not when you're actually trying to make Boris, the world better sounds like a burgeoning Boris Johnson <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when, I, uh, when people are me, I just say something foppish and uh, everybody forgives me <laughs> yeah. yeah which I think is a perfectly reasonable technique to explore when you're six uh, <laughs> and we discussed that with her it's like yeah yeah that is one way of getting people to not talk about it but sometimes you have to take responsibility for what you just did I mean sometimes you need to be preaching a bit more eternal hellfire for dishonesty um, just to you yeah. know Otherwise, it just turns into this libertarian, laissez-faire, just see what you can get away with thing. True. So watch out for that. You need that to be some sort of divine punishment. Uh, or she's true, just going you know, go to go, go off the rails. Who knows what's going to happen. So, yes, yeah, so it's like a, a very... I, I totally have... I have sympathy with the, you know, the lack of desire to talk about things that make you uncomfortable yes, or make you feel angry it's like oh we're having this lovely sunday lunch round a friend's house why would we spoil it by talking about the climate catastrophe <laughs> it's like i don't always talk about climate catastrophe at sunday lunch you can invite me over safely and i will inject some humor but you know if you ask me i'm gonna talk well, about it some people have a habit like I, i'm you know you know like okay we're, we're supposed to be having a nice time let's maybe not launch into a, a a conversation about everything that's wrong with the world but often what happens at those things is someone will make like bait you with some like yeah. throwaway comment that they know that you're gonna that's gonna wind you up and then you sort of feel like Okay, I guess we're talking about that now. And that's the worst. It's like with relatives, it's like, why do you have to always yeah. make it this way? <laughs> like, yeah, I, th- I think it's, yeah. I mean, I do have a bit of a, um, do you want what I really think? Um, <laughs> or do you want to smooth over this? Or if I've just got to know somebody, getting to know somebody, it's like, I don't have quite strong opinions on this. Do you sure <laughs> want to go there? Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's like, a, uh, but then it helps rattle out who you actually want to be friends with, I find. Yeah. To me, it's like, oh, right, okay. And sometimes you you explode something and, well, last weekend I went for a beach clean, an organised beach clean with my little girl. Hmm. I went to, picked up some rubbish, went to a, a neighbouring uh bigger town biggish town and did a beach clean and it was for just an hour and then we went off you know had an ice cream and made it into a nice day out and then somebody here in this village was talking about whether we should do one here because I deliberately put it on Facebook um and then uh and I was like yeah sure if you, you know I'm happy to join in and then they went oh I talked to somebody else and they said well the council picks up the rubbish on the beach so what's the point I was like well the point is, <laughs> and then you're like, and this is a WhatsApp chat, and you're like, uh, and you know, first first response is like, yeah, and then you've got to try and work out a response that's going to lead to some sort of next bit of the conversation. I was like, well, I think there's enough rubbish to go around. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, but she was like, that's how I feel. But I fear that everyone's going to laugh at us. And I was like, that. I'm afraid it's not a reason to not do something or, I don't you know. It's the real like, reason that's anyway, isn't it? Not really. I think <laughs> it's, so yeah, I think the uh, trying to control what people talk about is a slippery slope. Slippery slope.
So this week um, I was watching this uh, four-hour oral history of PopCap Games uh, on YouTube. So it's just sort of interviews with all the people from this company that was very successful. They made Bejeweled, they made Peggle, they made like all these games that w- went... Even like, I've played Bejeweled. Everyone was playing, Even basically. It's, and it's, it's sort of like fun listening to them talking about it because they were, they were like self you know self-funded and, and this, this it was weird because like they were just suddenly making so, millions of dollars kind of thing and they, they just didn't really they peaked really early so they just had this sort of games company that was like yeah just like take your time do some prototypes make some stuff try and make it fun there's lots of people so it's, but but what it was it was a lot of sort of 20 something men um sort of like possibly you know just sort of like having a good time at work but there was, they sort of um, started talking about this. Um, they had some system in the office where people would sort of share ideas and things. But it turned into a bit of a, like, uh, raunchy, edgy kind of like place where all these young boys would be saying all this stuff. And um, as they sort of grew a little bit and they sort of started to have women employees, there was they they were talking to this one woman who's like basically said like yeah like these it was. It was a bit much, and I was like basically ready to go. And so this woman stopped. Yeah, she was like just ready to leave because the culture was a bit toxic for her. Um, but then what they did when they, she sort of said she wanted to leave, they said, "Well, no, can you? We don't, we don't want it to be broken. So can you be in charge of making it like inclusive? Can you be in charge of all that and sort of make it a nice environment and making it an inclusive environment?" So she was like, "Yeah, okay, I like being in charge of things." And um, so she stayed and she sort of helped work with them to make it a less um, sort of um, yeah. She was the pearl right of the of the office kind of thing she was the first one that was different to the other ones and then it sort of turned into a and even she put it it sort of did remind me of that that pixar is it pixar that little animation did you remember the ball of yarn and she goes into this sort of masculine work environment and everyone's talking making sort of sexist jokes and she comes in and and then um they sort of there's this sort of transformation of the office afterwards and you sort of see everyone being a bit more like free and the, the guy that was making the sexist jokes is now wearing this like pink shirt and so and it was like oh you sort of like when it's a more inclusive place not everyone has to sort of grow up to go to work and, and people are yeah. just happier in general and i think she sort of like implied a little bit of that as well but um um but yeah they did have they were also talking about how they like really deleted all this sh- stuff off this whole system just in case it ever came out because they just didn't want to have to deal with the uh, yeah yeah know, the yeah consequences yeah. of it. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I I hadn't known that story, and I think it's. But it's like a, I've worked in a couple of places that have those kind of like back channely, um, and at least one place I know uh, there was a. It, it didn't. It, I think it did go very close to the mark, but it never particularly bothered me, so I never did anything about it. Uh, but a Jehovah's Witness worked with us, and he very bravely, I think, went emailed the actual list, went, "Look, all of this stuff's making me really uncomfortable." Um, and it, you know, it started a conversation. I'm not sure, but I think he just chose to left leave the list. And this is like noughties dot com sort of. Blah, nobody can well it was the end of the 90s so we just it we all died the company died anyway before, before it needed to be mended but then somewhere else I worked um it had a terrible online culture for you know you it, the, the whole culture was to like have a pop at like outsmart 
it was like this weird sort of mirror. When you said bro up, it reminded mm. me. It was like everything you did or everything you posted was up for a- an attack. Mm. And I stayed there, I think, about seven months and I just resigned. I went and found a new, I was like, I can't work like this. And so, and as I left, the guy, the, the owner said, um, I, I realise now we've made a mistake. Mm. And I was like, you can't, no, you know, like you, you're, you're not, I don't want to work here. I'm not the only, you know, there's going to be other people that don't, that can't handle this culture, but I certainly didn't stay to fix it. Mm. I just left. <laughs> It's like, a, um, like it's, it's yeah. hard to change an institution yeah like that. it takes yeah. a lot but it takes them to want to change and so maybe like your leaving was you know help them yeah kind of realize i don't know that they had an wrong. influx of balanced of, <laughs> i don't think they suddenly became an inclusive workplace in fact i think they disappeared but i think that that's the thing about those cultures where you know you get this sort of and nobody pulls you up on bad behavior. Yeah. It's sort of, I think that bad behavior, that, that sort of like spills into other things. It mm. spills into interactions. If you're speaking to a client who's got a funny name and you know that that name is going to end up on the funny names list, I don't know how you're going to possibly be having a properly respectful conversation mm. with that person. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's just wrong, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I suppose, yeah, like, yeah. So the, um, and the, the reason that, it's nice to just be, you know, it's you start with a small company, it's just you and a couple of mates and you know each other really well and you make your edgy jokes and it can creep up on you, I guess. Like yeah. it grows yeah, and grows yeah, yeah. and then suddenly like, you're making your edgy jokes and there's a lot more people around and suddenly there's like people that maybe, you know, don't like it. Um, yeah. And you you have the choice to you sort of, yeah, but you, you then have to lose that thing that you quite like doing but um, and realise probably that uh, you have to feel guilty about it as well as you've yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of seen yeah, in a wider yeah, yeah. context. And so some people will resist that pretty hard. Um but the reason you grow, the reason you um, hire more people from more diverse backgrounds is because it makes you stronger as an organism. Reproduction <laughs> works by mixing diverse genes um, in order to make stronger, um, you know, children. And the sort of best performing kids seem to be uh, the mixed race kids, it turns <laughs> out. like It's like you have to bring in, you have to... You have diversity is strength and if you have a culture that is incompatible with diversity then you're probably not going to survive all that much longer yeah and, yeah yeah, and yeah yeah the symptom of that that how that happens is people have had enough they leave or they shout at you or they make talk about politics at work um and you have to either say okay well we're gonna sort of limit ourselves to this sort of very specific but essentially vulnerable organism company or we're gonna like embrace that and try and get better and learn how to do better at um, including more different viewpoints Um, yeah i I think i think that if if handled well ultimately this could do them a lot of good like if they they actually learn yeah 
you know, and actually accept and say and take responsibility and go, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, because who knows how many employees they've lost over the years that were good or how many people didn't join because they thought, because that, that, that bad behavior was coming out in a not, you know, not necessarily the way they thought it was. Yeah. Realize that people are getting hurt by it, and the fact is, like these are very smart people, and you hope that they'll sort of realize. And the 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 trouble is, the trouble is with being smart. Sometimes it helps you defend something. Like you have emotions about. I I always sort of talk about this in terms of like drug dependency or whatever. It's like almost like the smarter you are, is like the better you are at justifying your emotional need for something. Like you just come yeah. up with more cleverer explanations of why you really have to have a cigarette, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> like you just, it just hijacks your intelligence. And and obviously, like these, you know, these founders have become uncomfortable in the workplace, and they've they've sort of um they've they've sort of brought their full intelligence to bear and their authority within <laughs> the company to try and like justify their emotional response to it. But the the, the next level of that is realizing that that you're being controlled by some emotions that you know maybe you can you can look at it differently yeah. and grow yeah, you can, and do yeah. better you can actually be cleverer than 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 those feels. being letting those emotions <laughs> tell you how to think yeah exactly. yeah. yeah 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 i think it's so let's I hope think that they um they uh they make some sort it out We'll and and hopefully it sparks some conversations elsewhere as well. Hopefully. It's good that these things are out in the world. Yeah. You know. Shall we, uh, shall we wrap it up? It in <laughs> Let's do it. There we go. Imagine that. Got through it. You did. Well done, Michael. Well done. <laughs> I had you reminded me. Uh, I introduced the podcast to some uh, to a new friend of mine, a new friend that I found, and she said that it was like she felt like she was eavesdropping on us having a conversation. <laughs> she quite she quite enjoyed it. So that's good. That's yeah, just the sign uh, that we're not, you, you know, trying to perform. We are performing a bit. We we'll are. Try and make yeah. it a little bit I'm trying my best. It doesn't come naturally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah so if you like the podcast why don't you go to grandpodcast.com make sure you're subscribed if you really like the podcast you could be a patreon supporter what do you get if you support us on patreon you get early access many days early to full video episodes you get access to our private slack where we say all sorts of terrible things and you'll be privy to them no we don't (laughs) it's uh i mean it's hard to be inclusive when there's not many people in there but you know we we, we haven't got anything there that we would not want out there and um i'm gonna send you a mug as well very nice grand podcast mug Mm, very nice it is um so yeah where can people find you on the internet People can find me at Ivanka on Twitter. It's the best place. Cool. And you can find me at Michael Forrest on Twitter and in various other places. This was broadcast live on my Twitch, twitch.tv slash Michael Forrest, um, where I do some other things. I'm doing programming. I'm doing live music compositions, if you can imagine. Talk about putting yourself on the spot. Um, I'm writing a song on stream at the moment called Life is Full of Pain and Disappointment. 
which is turning out to be sounds really uplifting. uplifting anthem. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll um, hopefully see you next week. So have a good one. Bye. 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 bye.